For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Uh, how do you feel about NHL players playing in the Olympics? You know, from a corporate standpoint, it's it's good for the game because you know, people are paying a lot of money and the sponsors like it. But purely from an amateur and seeing being in the Olympic Village, when you have to uh, sacrifice six months of your life and not know what you're going to get from it, and you're an amateur, I, I like the amateur fact. And I like the fact that when people go and you give money to the Olympic Committee, you think it's for some young boy or your girl's dream. So personally, I would like to see it uh, as an amateur. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, Connor Clifton tests positive for COVID-19, and the NHL and the NHLPA agree to send their players to the 2022 Olympics in China. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Boston Bruins defenseman Connor Clifton announced that he had contracted COVID-19 on his honeymoon. It's not known if Connor Clifton was vaccinated at the time. He contracted the when he contracted the virus. He wasn't, and if this were to happen, say a month from now, or two weeks before the October 16th regular season opener, Clifton would likely be suspended for the per the new COVID-19 protocols that the NHL and the NHLPA have agreed upon. Now, teams are going to be will be allowed to suspend unvaccinated players without pay if they cannot participate in hockey activities as part of the protocol. I mean, it's common sense. The teams invest in these players, and if they choose not to get vaccinated and end up missing time due to recovery, why should they get paid? I mean, I agree with that. You know, you put in, you know, you give this guy a contract for millions of dollars, and he decides that he doesn't want to get vaccinated. I mean, hey, you know, it's a free country. You could do whatever you want, but still, if somebody invests money in you, you know, you should you should get the vaccination. It's plain and simple. I mean, players who are vaccinated are that much are at a lower chance of getting COVID and spreading it. Okay? I'm not a doctor, but still, you know, that's the best getting vaccinated is the best way to go, especially if you're a team sport. Will will the player still get COVID? Absolutely. But it's gonna reduce that number. It's going to reduce the number with vaccinations, and you don't want to. You're not going to risk as many players missing games. All right, so it's a good idea that a lot of these teams get vaccinated. All right, just go out and get the vaccination, and you'll be fully, you know, and then then we won't have any issues. All right, guys won't be missing games. You know, if you know David Pasternak didn't get didn't get 
vaccinated and he misses like a couple of games, I mean, he can miss four or five games, maybe even six games. You know, but if he was vaccinated, maybe he could miss maybe one or two. Who knows? You know, who knows the severity? I mean, you're not going to have, you know, severe, you know, severe, you know, symptoms. That's what I was looking for. Severe symptoms, you know, to miss, you know, you're only and you're only going to miss one or two games. But if you don't get vaccinated, you know, you're unvaxxed. You know, there's a good chance you, you know, the symptoms could be really bad and you can be gone. You know, you can miss, you know, up to two or three weeks. So it's a good move on the NHL to do this. I mean, fully vaccinated players will have any COVID-19 positives treated as hockey injuries and they're still going to get paid. You know, unvaccinated players, you know, they're they're under set different rules. All right. I mean, base if they go on the road, let's just say the Bruins go out to LA, you know, a lot of these guys are gonna have still have to stay in their hotels. All right. The unvaccinated you know, the vaccinated guys are gonna be allowed to go out and go grab a bite to eat or go sightsee on a day off. You know, there's gonna still be testing, you know, they're still gonna test players. So I would I would hope that all the Bruins players were smart enough to get vaccinated. This way, they're not all going to miss time. And if they do get COVID and they and they miss, you know, they're not going to miss, you know, maybe like two or three games because the symptoms aren't going to be that severe. Now, the league officials earlier this summer estimated that close to 90% of the players will be fully vaccinated or could be fully vaccinated before training camps begin in a couple of weeks. Now, speaking of COVID-19 protocols and everything else, the season's here. I know we're all excited to get back to the garden, but Bees fans should be prepared as a TV garden in accordance with the, with the um, city of Boston will be, requiring, will be requiring that all attendees be masked up at Bees home games once the season starts. So, you know, you know even though you're going to be vaccinated, you still got to wear that mask if you're indoors. Mask must be completely tightened, uh, tightly covered over the wearer's nose and mouth. Neck gaiters, bandanas, masks with valves or vents, and any covering with only a single layer of cloth are not permitted inside the TD Garden. Face shields cannot be worn in place of masks, although they may be worn in addition to a face mask. So you still got to mask up, people. Now there's going to be a policy too. A two-strike policy will be strictly enforced for all guests who attend events at the TD Garden. Guests failing to adhere to this policy will be suppli- will be subjected to disciplinary disciplinary measures, including ejection. All right, so mask up. I mean, there's there could be a good chance that we get to December and they cut and they cut capacity down to like seventy-five or even fifty percent. You know, we're going to be going, we might be going backwards here. So wear that mask when, you, when you're at the game, you know, unless you're eating or something. The real nice part about this is that they're, that they're still going to have the, um, I believe that they're still going to do the whole, you know, order from your seat and you go pick it up. That's why you're not standing in long lines. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, with what's going to go on as far as you know, as far as protocols and everything else, as far as the league goes, you know, the league does it, you know, what's going on at the garden. It's going to be an interesting, it's going to be an interesting season to see what happens. 
I mean, I'm still waiting for guys to miss games, you know, because somebody contracted COVID and got somebody's going to miss like two or three weeks, you know, depending on the severity of the symptoms. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting to see what happens with this whole thing, because last year they they got the last year, the Bruins, you know, they didn't escape COVID. But still, and I believe it, it may have hurt them a little bit too because it's no matter how you do it, if you have an unvaccinated player, that unvaccinated player is going to be out for, he's going to at least miss five games tops. You got to figure, you know, within two weeks, there's probably at least five games, you know, take take a couple of, you know, possibly take a couple of off days and stuff like that. But they're still going to miss quite a few games. And you can't risk, you know, losing, you know, your star player because he was dumb enough not to get vaccinated. Where if you actually had a vaccinated player, you know, he would probably miss a week, you know, or not miss anything. Just show minor symptoms. But it's going to be interesting to see how, how many, what, who or who the players are that are going to be missing a lot of games because they decided to not get vaccinated. Now, the NHL and the NHL Players Association have announced that they are going back to the Olympics. Yes, they are going back to the Olympics. So they're actually, this confirms it, that there's going to be a two-week break in the 2022 regular season schedule. In order to accommodate the participation, you know, you know, I, to, to be honest, you know, all right, players get two. I mean, it's going to be good that the players get two weeks off because there's going to be, there's probably going to be a couple of players that are probably going to actually need that time to, you know, to recover from COVID. I'm just saying. Um, so we're sending players to the Olympics, um, to Beijing. You know, there could be a there there could be a. I mean, you never know if we get a really severe breakout. You know, maybe the players don't go to the Olympics. You know, if there's a breakout of COVID-19, you know, maybe maybe the NHL and NHLPA back out. So there's still there's still that possibility. But the NHL players are going back to the Olympics. So now we're sending players to China in the middle of a pandemic. I know that the Summer Olympics were successful and there wasn't a widespread breakout or anything. But you got you got to figure why would the NHL risk the second half of the season sending players you know overseas to play you know in the middle of a season? I mean the the NBA I mean basketball was fine because they were in their off season, all right. But the NHL is in the middle of their regular is in the middle of their regular season, and you're going to jeopardize you know unless all those players I mean unless the NHL says you know what. If you're going to go to the Olympics, you need to, if you're on the, or if, if you're going to the Olympics, you need to get vaccinated. End of story. Or else you can't go. I mean, that, that should be, you know, that should actually, if, if there's a lot of players out there that are, you know, want to play in the Olympics and they're not vaccinated, this is a good way of getting them vaccinated, telling them that they can't play in the Olympics. They can't even go over. They can't represent their country. Now, if you're a regular listen, listener to this podcast, you know how much I dislike the NHL, that the NHL participates in the Olympics. I mean, it was cool in the first couple of games, 
But still, you know, it's getting a little. You, what do you What are you trying to prove? I mean, we should be sending college and unsigned minor league players to the Olympics, not shutting down the league for just exposure, because that's all it is. I mean, I'm gonna watch the games. I'll watch the games because I'm a hockey fan. But to me, it's it isn't as exciting. I mean, I'd rather watch some 20-year-old college kid play for a gold medal than Charlie McAvoy or David Pasternak. Now, I know a lot of you are probably saying, oh, you know, you're not, you know, you're not supporting your country or anything. Yeah, I'm supporting my country. It's just that I just don't like the NHL players, you know, in the Olympics. I mean, this is I mean, this is going to be the first Olympics with NHL pl- player participation since 2014. Now, Canada defeated Sweden in the gold medal. The United States lost to Canada in the semifinals and was defeated by Finland in the bronze medal matchup. You know, so, you know, the Olympics athlete, you know, the Olympic, uh, the Olympic or Russia, Yeah, I don't know what they're going by now. I really don't, what, what are they, Olympic athletes from Russia or something. Uh, they defeated Germany in the gold medal game in 2018. Uh, in South Korea. So, you know, for two two good, you know, for two Olympics, we had we didn't have any NHL players. There were probably some former NHLers in the in there. There were some college kids in there. And to be honest, I thought it, I thought the term, tournament was better. You know, the 22 uh Olympic Games could see debuts of, you know, some of the best players in the NHL, you know. Edmonton Oilers, you know, Connor McDavid, David Pasternak, Charlie McAvoy, um, Austin Matthews, you know, you know, Matthews, um, Patrick Kane, Jack Eichel, McAvoy, they're gonna they're gonna play prominent roles in 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 this Olympics. I mean, they're gonna be fun to watch, yeah, but still. I I'm I'm, you know, still wishing that it was was the NHL players. I mean, shutting down the NHL for two weeks just for publicity is just kind of dumb to me. Um, you know, and the other thing is that, you know, the one thing I really don't want to hear, let's just say, let's just put out the scenario. Now, Canada has dominated the last couple of Olympics, you know, as far as with the, um, with the NHL players, all right? Because, you know, Marshawn and Bergeron were also part of those, were part of those teams, you know, they played on the line with Sidney Crosby, which then talked about rumors of Crosby possibly coming to Boston. That probably won't happen. Neither will Jack Eichel. But still, you know, you're thinking, you know, I just don't want a scenario where, you know, you the United States with Matthews, with McAvoy, with Kane, with Eichel, you know, with those great, you know, young American players, if they were to go out and win the gold medal, I don't want to hear that this was a miracle on ice because it's not, all right? Because I know that there's going to be some schmuck out there that's actually going to say it, or actually quite a few people that are going to say that, you know, if the United States wins the gold medal, they're going to compare this to the to the 1980 Olympics. Because I'll tell you right now, the 1980 Olympics was the last time the United States won a gold medal in the Olympic in Olympic hockey. In Olympic men's hockey, that was the last time that they won the gold medal. They've won medal, other medals, 
But the last gold medal for Olympic hockey was in 1980. When a bunch of college kids beat up on a bunch of Russian professionals. To me, you know, guys like Matthews and Patrick Kane and Jack Eichel playing against, you know, a Canadian team with, you know, Marshawn, Bergeron, you know, Connor McDavid, you know, you know, that to me is not, you know, you win a gold medal against those guys that, you know, it's just a regular, it's just a regular NHL game. That's how it feels to me. It's like an all, it's like watching an all-star game, except guys are playing for the country. That's it. That's all it is to me. I mean, the good thing about this, the good thing about this is that, like I said, a lot of players are going to be re- be able to recover from any injuries. All right, so if you have COVID, yeah, you got your two weeks right there. All right, guys will come back well rested. That's that's kind of good too. I mean, maybe maybe the time off will help Tuca in his recovery. I mean, he's going to be back for a couple for about a month, and then he's gonna he's gonna be able to rest for two weeks, and then he'll come back. I mean, maybe he's well enough to play for Finland. I mean, I hope not. I mean, I'd rather see him use that time, the two-week time off, to to be healthy, you know, to get himself ready for the stretch run. But like I said, you know, I know a lot of people are probably going to be hating on me right now, saying, you know, you don't like, you know, why don't why don't you like the you know NHL players in the Olympics? And it's it's a publicity stunt. That's all it is. The NHL is looking for you know, looking to publicity, you know, trying to get regular, you know, some regular guy to watch, to watch more hockey. And I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, you're, you got some, you know, you're in the middle of February and you got some guy. I mean, here's the thing. Hockey is not going to people in the South, people in, you know, down in Florida, down in Atlanta, down in Texas, you know, are not going to, you know, in, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, and none of those places are going to watch the, I guarantee you that none of those states watch the Olymp- watch the winter games. But none of, you know, what good is, what good is some guy standing, you know, watching in Alabama, you know, for, for ratings? You know, after the after the Olympics are over, is is Bubba from Alabama going to continue to watch the NHL if he watches an Olympics? You know, if he watches NHL players in the Olympics, no, no, that's not happening. You know, it's you're better off just you know just playing the season, getting those getting those two weeks, you know, those two weeks in, so you can finish the season on time. Because you know what, you might actually have to cancel a couple of games because of a co- because of a COVID outbreak on a team. Because last year, even teams, you know, teams had to reschedule games, and you're going to be using you're going to need those two weeks to reschedule games. Because I can guarantee you that there are going to be teams that won't be able to compete. They're going to have to reschedule their games because they came down with COVID. They need those two weeks, and I'd rather and I'd rather see. You know, some kid from, you know, the University of Maine who never has a chance at an NHL contract, you know, win a gold medal or win any medal 
because maybe that's the only thing the kid that's the only th- thing the kid's going to get. I mean, think about this one. Go back to 1980. Go back to Michael Ruzioni. He has that gold medal. He did, he basically was smart enough. He didn't go play in the NHL. He was smart enough to say, "Hey, I won my gold medal. I'm done playing hockey." You know, somebody like Jim Craig um somebody like Jim Craig actually went and played in the NHL for at least a few seasons. I mean, he played for the, he played for the Bruins for a season or two. But there's a lot of guys out there that this could be it for them. You know, there's that college kid who plays at, you know, plays at the University of Connecticut. You know, who's who will never make it to the NHL, but because he played in the Olympics, maybe he got a contract offer from a team over in Europe. You know, he's playing over in Europe or he signed a minor league contract, you know, to play, you know, to play in Hartford. Who knows? But, you know, NHL guys, yeah, it was fun in the beginning. It was fun when they, in Nagano, and it was fun in Salt Lake because they were here on, you know, they were here, you know, it was okay. You know, you could say it was okay because they played in Canada. All right, fine. They played in Canada. Might as well throw some NHL players on there. They played in Russia. You know, they played, you know, they played, they had the winter games over in Russia. Yeah, Ovechkin needed to play, you know, represent his home team. All right, that's fine. All right, all right. I agree with, I kind of agree with that. But if you're sending players to China where basically, you know, you're risking, you know, you're, you're, first of all, you're sending, you're sending players to a, to the country where the freaking, where the freaking virus came from. Is that smart? No. But still, I don't know. But I know a lot of you guys are probably going to hate me. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be like, well, what does he know? And hey, I know a lot. And one of the things I do know is that it's not it's not worth sending players over this, this time again. I mean, you're going over, you're going over to, even like last time, you went to Korea, you went to China. You don't need to send players there. I can I can see if you have a high if if a, a lot of a lot of your players come from this a certain country, like the United States and Salt Lake City, like Vancouver, like um Sochi or wherever wherever the Russian one was. You know, you know, you had Ovechkin for Russia, you had your Canada guys, you had Salt Lake City for your US guys, but what do you what are you trying to prove sending guys over to China? I mean, I could see, I could see if we did another Olympic Games, you know, in in Lake Placid or something, and then you send guy, you know, and then you send the NHLers. Don't send the NHLers to places where you don't even have any represent, you know, where there aren't going to be fans. I mean, if you're just doing it just to gain, you know, gain publicity on TV, I can tell you right now that once, you know, the ratings are not going to be that high unless it's a Canada. United States gold medal game. That's when you'll get the high ratings. You know, you're not going to get, you're not going to get high ratings. You know, and if you think, you know, and if you think, you know, you know, Bubba down in, down, down, down there in Alabama isn't, you know, he's not going to watch. He's going to watch, he's going to watch the Olympics. He'll probably watch a little bit of the Olympics, 
But once the Olympics are done, I don't see him watching any other NHL games. I don't see him buying pack, you know, center ice package or, you know, any other packages that are out there, Disney packages or, you know, anything from, you know, I mean, if, if ESPN thinks that this is going to boost their ratings when the season starts, you're probably not going to get a lot of people watch unless the only thing that'll probably lift, lift, lift the ratings for the NHL after the Olympics will probably be a gold medal win from the, from the U S Olympic team. But I doubt that's going to happen. There's a reason why the NHL is the fourth popular sport, you know, in the country. You know, because, you know, they're trying, I mean, even, you know, and then if you think about it, you know, what about the people in Arizona? Are the people in Arizona going to watch the Olympic Games? I don't think that they're going to watch. I mean, how many people in out there watch the Winter Olympics? I mean, I don't know what the ratings were for the summer games. I don't know if, the, I mean, to be honest, I had no interest in the summer games this year. Usually I'm watching every, I'm watching every event since I'm able to get, you know, since it's on like, you know, 15 different, you know, NBC affiliate channels or networks. But still, we, we really need to, you know, the NHL needs to like either, I mean, yeah, all right, whatever. I'm done rambling about this, but you know, this is going to continue. Oh, wait, wait till February when we get actually get there. You know, in those two weeks, I have nothing to talk about but the Olympic Games. May If the Olympics are still going on, because you never know with the pandemic and, you know, if there's an uptick and they decide not to go. So, who knows? Who knows? But like I said, you know, I'm not a big fan of this. You know, I'll, I'll be there to cheer on the team. I'll be there to cheer on my country. But it's like, all right, cool. You know, it's like, all right, it's just another, to be honest, it's just another NHL game. It's like an all-star game with, it's like the World Cup or the Canada Cup or whatever the, whatever the hell they want to call it now. You know, that's all it is. If you want to watch international hockey, you know, wait until May when they have the, the world championships. I mean, even that I don't watch. You know, because the playoffs are still going on. But, you know, like I said, you know, send some guy college kids, you know, send college kids there. You know, some unsigned minor league players, you know, to the Olympics, you know. You know, you don't want to shut it down for exposure because that's all it is. That's all you're doing is expose, you know, you're, you just want the exposure thinking that somebody from another, you know, picking up on your ratings on ESPN. And at, I don't think that's going to happen. Especially with team, I mean, with a team like Arizona. Arizona's probably not going to be here in the NHL. They're probably going to move to Quebec. You know? You know, we're, we're just going to, you know, the, I can guarantee you that the numbers for Olympic hockey, the ratings, TV ratings for Olympic hockey, are going to be higher in the northern in the northern states. Because that's what hockey is. Hockey is a northern state or is, you know, a northern sport. You know, I know that, you know, back in the back in the late 80s, 90s, you know, rinks were popping up all over Southern California. I mean, there are probably more rinks in Southern, more hockey rinks in Southern California than there are around the city of Boston. I could tell you that probably there, there probably are. So. You know, is this going to be good? I mean, 
this is not this sending players to the Olympics isn't gonna like jump the rate. The ratings aren't good. The ratings for the regular season are not gonna jump that high. All right, ratings are not you know high ratings are not gonna help the Arizona Coyotes stay in Arizona. All right, you know who knows? Maybe high ratings aren't gonna help you know the the crowds in in floor at the Florida Panthers games. Or, or even even Carolina, you know. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, how things go, you know, as as far as the Olympics. And, you know, you know, are we are we still gonna, you know, are we gonna get to February or January and say, all right, well, we can't, we're not gonna send NHL players. So, what are we gonna, what is, you know, that's the other thing. What's going to happen if the NHL decides, "Hey, we're not we're we're backing out." What are, what are we going to what are we going to do then? What's going to happen? Are they going to scramble? Is the any, you know, are is the US Olympic hockey, USA hockey going to like all of a sudden be like, "Okay, we got to start grabbing players like minor league like minor leaguers and and college kids to put a quick team quickly together." So, it's going to be interesting. But right now, I think that we're we're basically a couple of weeks away from from the opening a training camp. We're also, you know, the guys that were on the ice last week. You know, there's a few players that showed up at Warrior. Uh, Jeremy Swayman was there, fan favorite. Still, he still has he still has a lot to prove. Uh, Kyle K- Kaiser is there was there. Brad Marchand was there. So. Players are starting to filter back into Boston, and hopefully these guys are vaccinated so they don't miss any game time. So we'll see what happens. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And are you interested in, interested in advertising on the show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. And I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for hearing my my rant on the Olympics. And hopefully next week we'll start seeing more players show up at the uh, Warrior Ice Arena. And we can talk a little bit more about Boston Bruin hockey instead of, you know, players going to China. You know, why would they go to China? Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.